Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com and I wanted to first, before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to remind you that I write books and you can buy these books from my website at dadstartingover.com books. You can download them immediately from my website in PDF format or an MP3 format or you can also buy them directly from retailers such as Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, and even the audio from Audible. So thank you so much again for listening, and now on to our episode. A popular question that I get from time to time. How can I move on and get over my wife? Let's first look at what men are talking about exactly when they ask for help getting over their ex-wife. What they really mean is, how can I break this addiction? Make no mistake about it. You are mentally and physically addicted to your wife. She has been in your little world for years, and every facet of your life has her stamp on it. From your daily routine, your kids, vacations, hobbies, etc., she's there. She's another limb on your body. For that to suddenly go away is not a little thing. It's traumatic. Just like trying to break substance abuse, getting over your ex is a big effing deal, and one that makes your body and brain naturally scream, now, hold on a second, wait, let's talk about this first. But just like with drugs, when you finally get over the hump and break that connection and start the real healing process, you're left with this overwhelming sense of regret. Why didn't I stop drinking years ago? I feel so much better. God, what a waste of life that was. Feel horrible, get over the hump, begin rebuilding, feel a million times better than before. So how do you do it? How do you get over the hump? Well... You just do it. Sorry, there's no magic formula here. I can only tell you what makes the disconnect happen faster, which is cutting as much contact as humanly possible and keeping busy. But it's still up to you to make that first step and put down that proverbial bottle and not pick it up again. It's up to you to call the attorney, get your ducks in a row, and figure out the steps for an amicable divorce and move away from her so that you can rebuild. There are two rules of recovery. Number one, you cannot rebuild while you are in the presence of your ex-wife. And number two, you cannot overcome the grief if you are in regular contact with your ex-wife. You cannot overcome alcohol addiction by having just a little shot of whiskey here and there. It's the same damn thing. 
you absolutely have to break contact with her, completely cold turkey. But we have kids. Then your contact should be kept to brief logistical text messages. Quote, make sure you get the kids after school today. I will swing by and get them at six. Thanks. Or, Tommy has strep throat, got meds from the doctor. He'll be okay in a couple of days. I'll stay home from work with him. No personal talk. No casual chats. No friendliness. If she texts, how are you doing? You ignore her. If she calls you, you don't answer the phone. If she shows up at your place, you don't answer the door. If she refuses to leave, you call the police. If she badmouths you to the kids, you don't respond. You let it go. You let your actions do the talking. You be the best dad in the universe, and you never say a bad word about the mom to the kids. Ever. They will just internalize that negativity and think less of themselves. Your positive energy will pay dividends years down the line. See, you can't interact or badmouth a ghost. A ghost, you say? Yes, she's a ghost. Why do I call her a ghost? Because she is dead. The woman you knew and loved doesn't exist. She was just an imaginary friend. You think fondly of your memories, but that's all there is. Memories. The chapter is closed. The movie is over. You move on. Just like you do when a loved one dies. You don't sit around and cry for days on end when Uncle Bob passed away. You attended his funeral, you mourned with the family, and you moved on. Bob's in the ground. Life kept going on without him. In the case of your wife leaving you, you do much the same. You get busy. You stay away from women for a while. You focus on yourself. If you're not with the kids, you are Mr. Selfish. You only worry about yourself and what you can do to improve. The gym is your new temple. Yes, it will suck. You will feel horrible for a little while. You don't have your drug after all. What makes it worse is that your drug is right there, and only a phone call or a text away. All you got to do is answer the door when she cries on your doorstep, and you have your immediate shot of heroin. You will just go right back to where you started. Most men know all this stuff. They know that you just have to get away from the broken woman for good, but most men just don't want to. They know how much the process will suck. They don't want to give up the warm, comfortable feeling of familiarity that their drug provides. They don't want to go into withdrawal and vomit all over the place while having delusions of a dead baby crawling across the ceiling. That's a train spotting reference, by the way, which is an awesome movie. These guys are just scared, and understandably so. Most things in life that are worth doing require a scary leap of faith. Just fucking do it. Get help if you need to. Talk it out with your friends. But make no mistake, you'd need to do it. If not, you will slowly die on the inside. It's as simple as that. You don't want to be a 97-year-old man sitting in a chair, taking your last breath and saying to yourself, Why didn't I just fucking leave? God, I was so stupid. What a waste. That's regret. You don't want regret. There is nothing worse in life. Are you worth it? Maybe that's the crux of your problem. Maybe you feel you're not worth anything better than a cheating wife. Be honest with yourself. Is that it? Maybe you need to dig deeper into your past and figure out why exactly it is that you, number one, were attracted to a woman like this to begin with, number two, stayed with her even though there were lots of red flags, and number three, tried to stay with her after the bomb drop of infidelity was discovered. Why the hell aren't you worth better? 
Did your wife's mental issues and gaslighting convince you that you were a crazy, worthless husband? Did family constantly remind you of how lucky you were to be with a woman like her? Does your family now pressure you to stay and keep the family unit together? Well, fuck them. Seriously, fuck all of them. Crabs in a bucket. They're all dragging you down, my man. Get out. Move on. You can be whatever the hell you want to be. Do you want to be the guy that people say, Aw, I feel so sorry for him, when they see you picking up your kids for school? Or do you want to be that guy that makes them say, That guy over there, the cute one, his wife left him and he just totally changed. He's got like five girlfriends now. Seriously, my sister dated him. He's a really good dad, actually. Very cool guy. Does that sound stupid and far-fetched? It's not. It could very well be you. You just need to take that first step. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.